podcast presented by Freight School Playbook. I am your host, Blythe Brumley, and today I am joined by Rob Light with CarrierSource.io. It is a program to help with prospecting for carriers based on authentic reviews from brokers, and they package those reviews alongside FMCA, FMCSA, safety compliance, and insurance information. Now, Rob, we got connected just a couple weeks ago, uh, just sort of met through LinkedIn, which is sort of speaks to the power of LinkedIn. But I had posted something about getting reviews from your customers and how important they can be in your marketing efforts. And so that's how we kind of got connected. And and so for people who are new to Carrier Source, sort of give us the rundown of, of, of what your platform provides. Sure. So you kind of touched on it with the uh, initial elevator pitch, right? We we aim to be a prospecting tool for brokers to find the best carriers to move their freight. Um, there's so much safety and compliance information out there. It can be a little dicey at times, right? And, and gives you an overview of who's passing their safety inspections, um, but it's not really telling you who is a, a good carrier. Uh, at the same time, there's nothing positive out there for carriers right now, right? They you know, there are freight guard reports or TIA watchdog reports for kind of the serious offenders, um, but there's no testimonial site or review site or, or really any place for carriers to promote their good work, right? Um, so many carriers do good work, and, and we believe that, that they deserve to have some recognition there. And so the thought was, by providing carrier source, which would be an open platform to, to go on and read reviews um, that carriers can better promote the great work that they do. You know, no one's perfect. Uh, you know, a, a carrier is going to have an issue here or there, and that's okay. And so we just want to make sure that you know, the one bad experience isn't outweighing the, the 10 great experiences mm-hmm. that they're providing customers and, and brokers on top of that. Now, you're sort of new to, self-admittedly, you're new to the freight space, and, and you spent a, a quite a bit of time studying the industry. Why was this the first problem that you wanted to solve? Well, my background is reviews. I worked at a company called G2 for five years, um, and it's a software review website. And so um, I sat down with a couple of friends who were in the industry, and we were talking one day about the concept of reviews and how it really didn't exist in in freight at all. Um, and so we began kind of brainstorming and, and the wheels began spinning that carriers really could benefit from, mm-hmm. from having reviews out there. And so, you know, one thing led to another and, and we had to figure out how do we get brokers and shippers engaged, right? And that's where kind of the prospecting aspect came about. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but we really just felt that, you know, carriers, they, they deserve a voice. And right now they don't have one. Um, and so it was just kind of glaring to us after a certain, you know, the light bulb clicks. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden we realized, man, that could be, that could be really useful to a carrier. Now, you mentioned that you guys pull in reviews from around. Well, I, I, I guess you should clarify this for me. You're pulling in reviews or is it just user submitted? It's all user submitted. So, you know, we take the stance of 
we are unbiased. You know, we, we don't want to manipulate the data in any sort of way. This is entirely reviews from brokers and shippers that can submit them. Um, it's, it's entirely submitted through our platform. We don't pull in from anywhere else. Um, we do pull in the FMCSA safety and compliance and insurance information um, on a daily basis. We make sure we keep that up to date for the for the prospecting side. But for the, the reviews, it's entirely um, those that have come in and submitted them through Carrier Source. So it's not like an aggregate that pulls in from like Google or Facebook or something like that. Correct. Yeah, it's kind of a completely separate platform. But but we think that, um, you know, there should be some extra steps to submitting that mm-hmm. those reviews. And so, you know, in order to submit a review, you have to sign up. We, we track uh, a broker's MC number. We make sure that they're a legit broker, right? And that the reviews, as you mentioned at the very beginning, are authentic. We want honest, truthful reviews. Um, so we do verify every user that signs up before they submit a review. And, and even when they go through and, and click submit at the end of that review, we actually read every review. Hmm. Um, you know, a real human reads the review, which I think is a little bit different. But right. you know, we, yeah, <laughs> we, uh, we want to make sure that the review is useful, that you know, it, it abides by our guidelines, um, and, and, and that it's truthful. So we do a little background check. We make sure that it's, it's authentic. And so what happens if, say, because c- a lot of uh, – because I used to actually handle the – the Google reviews for a, a company that I used to work at in their office when I did all of their marketing. And we would get some reviews from certain customers and they weren't necessarily truthful when they were submitting the reviews. They were a little angry at the time that they were submitting the review. So how do you sort of negate the fact of, of, of a, I guess, a business dispute sort of turning into, well, I'm going to leave that carrier a bad review now because they messed me up big time? Yeah, and, and so kind of going back to our original thoughts, right, most of the reviews out there right now are negative because it is kind of just somebody who's heated in the in the moment, right? And so um, we hope that the kind of 24-hour, 48-hour publishing period will, will help kind of ease that person a little bit, right? You know, a day later, it's not such a big deal anymore. Um but if, if there ever is a dispute, we, you know, we'll, we'll act as a middleman. If a carrier wants to report a review, we'll go to the, to the broker and say, okay, you, you actually worked with this carrier, right? You have anything to prove um, a screenshot of a correspondence or, you know, a rate confirmation would be amazing, but that's probably not in the cards. But just some sort of um, proof that you actually worked with this carrier, um, but then we, we kind of, our approach is we tell carriers, it's a customer service opportunity. If you can respond publicly to a negative experience mm-hmm. that a broker had in a, in a positive way, right? Not necessarily you know, fighting back and forth via you know, a review platform. <laughs> which but, does happen. <laughs> right, right. Which does happen a lot, I know. And so, but if you can respond in a positive way, it shows all other potential customers and brokers that you care about you know, the service that you provide. And so if you can come on and take the high road in that situation, you know, respond in a positive in a positive manner, it can really change the entire experience for both that broker and any future you know, brokers or shippers that, that come on and, and view your profile. Now, whenever I, I would assume that, say, that hypothetically this negative review is is published, then the carrier can go in and they can publicly respond, and all of that conversation is viewable to anyone. Is that correct? 
That's correct. We only allow for one one response in terms of a back and forth. We don't need a full forum right. uh, <laughs> of, of disputes. But back and forth. Um, check out my Twitter for more information. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so we we allow for one response. Um, and yes, a carrier can come in. And, and actually, that's kind of you know the other side of this that that we haven't quite touched on yet. But a carrier can come in and engage with carrier source. Hmm. And they can claim their profile page, so they can do some, you know, some upgrading as well um, in terms of making sure their information is correct when when brokers and shippers are trying to contact them. Make sure all that information is square. They can upload types of equipment that they have, types of shipments that they fill, um, you know, preferred lanes that they run, all that good stuff. Um, that's helpful for them to grow their business. But then at the same time, we do offer a portal on the back end for them to respond to any review. Now, th- that sort of leads me into my next question is how do you how are you compiling all of the carrier information? Is it is it like an API data pool? Is it you know, manual? I would hope it's not manual entry on a daily basis. Um, I, I sort of break down what that process looks like because there's new carriers entering the market on a, on a daily basis. So how do you control that sort of information uh, flow? So I, I wish it was an API or something <laughs> a little bit more automated. Um, you know, we've, we've got a, a, a great developer who has built us, you know, a, a system to get it as automated as we think we can. But we pull it directly from the DOT and the FMCSA. So every morning we're uploading any new carriers, any updates to any insurance information, um, authority statuses. Um so, you know, we're constantly adding new new carriers to the site and at the same time um, pulling old or inactive carriers out of the search. Mm-hmm. So if you're, you know, if you're looking for a carrier, you don't want to find somebody who's no longer active. Um, and so with with a lot of brokers, when they're starting to use the platform, what sort of do, do you have any, I guess, uh, common challenges that they run into any corner, like a common roadblocks that they run into with with using the platform that that you guys you may maybe have, you know, on your roadmap in order to to fix or to address in the future? What are some of the, the I guess, the training hurdles that that brokers have to get over when they first start using the platform? So. We've built it to be rather intuitive. I think it's pretty straightforward. If they've ever kind of prospect on another carrier database, I think they'll they'll get the gist pretty quickly. But I think something that we've received in terms of feedback and that we're actively adding to the roadmap down the line is we provide every broker with a what we call the broker dashboard, and it allows them to save any carriers that they come across or. or you know, even potentially any carriers that fall in their name that they want to keep any notes on. Um, And we kind of have really high hopes for what that broker dashboard can be, Um, particularly for for carrier reps at small and mid-sized brokerages, right? The big boys, they all have their, their, you know, their own internal systems and and decades worth of notes and all that good stuff. But um, the small and mid-sized brokerages, the individual reps, can, can save all their information within carrier source and keep their carriers organized in a, in a nice manner. But, but we really believe that that broker dashboard can be a really valuable tool in terms of, you know, saving specific lists for you know, lanes that, you know, mm-hmm. carriers run, um, even providing some intelligent features like who's a, what's a hot lane that day? What's, you know, who's a hot carrier that's getting a whole bunch of reviews that maybe you want to look into. Um, and, and, you know, 
being able to search through all that we think could be really valuable down the road. So, And now that you touch on that, do you have, I guess, any plans or, or any integration capabilities with TMS providers, uh, maybe making that process a little bit simpler for brokers who are prospecting? Yeah, it, that's something else that's on our roadmap. We believe that there's huge opportunity for partnerships with um, TMS systems, CRM systems in the same sense. Hmm. But then as well, I, I think, you know, we don't need to stop there. I think load boards could benefit from, you know, licensing the carrier source score, even if it's as simple as that, right? Um, just to be able to see who's good and who's bad wherever brokers are and, and shippers are finding carriers. Um we think is a is a huge potential. Now, for we all know that you know reviews are incredibly important, and a big company like Amazon has a massive issue with reviews that are not really authentic. How can you convey to I guess the outside audience that, or to the potential brokers that that are searching your platform, that hey, these are verified reviews from verified interactions? Sort of walk us through I guess that process. It's hard and you want to build trust as best you can, right? The reviews and, and the platform itself are only as good as the trust that we can build with the users. Mm-hmm. And so kind of as I touched on, you know, we, we try to explain and convey that we are analyzing every single one of these reviews that come in. We do the quick little background check on the, on the broker, make sure they're a real person, that they exist. Um, and, and we read through it. And, and I think that if we have useful reviews i think that builds trust in itself just as much as the the concept of being verified i think you know if someone wants to leave a review anonymously we we literally say review from a verified broker from whatever state they're in Mm. so so verified is important to us but um the the reviews themselves i think can can build that trust If, if you're able to understand who that carrier is, you know, what type of communication do they have? Are they providing you, you know, consistent electronic tracking? Um, yeah. are, are they, are they, you know, is there no capacity by the afternoon? Mm-hmm. You know, there's tons of things that somebody could touch on. Um, but then the, the last aspect of that is we also do provide the option for reviewers to submit a screenshot, whether that's mm-hmm. a, um, you know, just, simply within their TMS showing that they, you know, did indeed book that carrier or an email correspondence back and forth or uh, a redacted rate confirmation, whatever they want to do to to prove it. We do um, leave that as an optional question in the reviews. And and when we do get a screenshot, we, we signify that on the front end to say that this reviewer verified with a screenshot. That's good. That, that's good to know because I, I think that that's anytime I watched a CNBC report that talked about the massive Amazon review problem and now it has me questioning any review that I see online. So having that little extra tab that says, you know, verified review really helps sort of, I guess, just peace of mind overall. But on the flip side, say if a, a carrier is is really proud of their rating that's on carrier source, is there a way for them to take that rating and promote it to their social channels, their website, anything like that? Yeah, moving forward, that's going to be part of our upgraded uh, package for carriers to be able to license their reviews, whether they want to use them as testimonials on their own website. Oh, that's Um, interesting. um, 
I think down the road, you know, best carriers in Chicago, best carriers in Jacksonville, you know what, you know, we, we can start to provide some of these um, lists to them and awards and badges mm-hmm. that they can continue to promote. I saw the other day that um, you know, four kites and project 44 have started to, to give out badges for you know, their gold tier carriers and things like that. And I think that's a, an amazing way to promote yourself. Um, but to, to license the score, license the reviews, use it in any marketing collateral that, sh- that you know you want. I know marketers try so hard for testimonials and, <laughs> because they are very powerful. And so um, I, hopefully we can make that easy on those marketing departments as well. Now, you kind of touched on a little bit of the, I, I guess, the, the, the product roadmap of what you guys have planned. Now, when I was doing my demo, I noticed that there were there were some search parameters in there, you know, for, for lanes and equipment and things like that. Do you have plans to add any additional search parameters in there? Yeah, definitely. So you touched on, on two of them. Um, types of equipment we feel is really important. So many reps gave that feedback that if they could search by you know, reefer or dry van, that it would be more impactful to mm-hmm. them than searching by type of commodity um, that the DOT provides to us and, and provides everybody else. So it's a little bit easier to search by that for now. But down the road, definitely type of equipment, um, lanes, you know, as we crowdsource more and more exact lanes, um, we believe that, you know, not just a radius search for pickup, but um, pick up and drop off locations and, and try to be as accurate as possible with that. Um, but, but we've been taking feedback now. We ran a, a closed beta program with a handful of um, reps and, and they provided so much feedback to us in terms of what filters would be useful to them. Because at the end of the day, we just want to make it as easy as possible for them to get the most specific list that's useful to them when they're prospecting carriers. Very true. And and also during my demo, I noticed a little area for a sponsored carrier. And and you mentioned earlier about how, you know, some of the bigger carriers, they already have their budgets marketing-wise, yada, yada. Some of the smaller carriers that are looking to get their name out there, I thought that that might be useful for them to, to help in that process. Sort of break down, I guess, what that program will look like when it fully launches. Yeah, absolutely. And and we're going to wrap that into the same upgraded carrier package. Hmm. Um, and we, we call it sponsored content. Um, we don't want any advertising on the site. I mean, every website talks about advertising at some point, but we, we don't want to add any outside advertising. But we do think that um, it could be useful for carriers to promote themselves within the platform. Absolutely. Um, and so... You know, we've discussed the idea of, of sponsored uh, sponsored content on um, like non-upgraded carrier profiles. If you have a competitor and, and you're trying to promote yourself, you know, head to head against a handful of them, right? That's that's one way to do it. Um, we've talked about down the road as well, um, kind of within the searches themselves, uh, paid placement. Sure. Um, we're not quite there yet, but something that we've kind of toyed with the idea of, which could be you know, more appealing to some of those larger carriers who might just say, all right, I, you know, I can come in 
first or second on the search results. All right, I'll right. Do that, I mean, they're know? they're probably paying for that already on on Google. So why wouldn't they they pay for it on on a site like yourself? So exactly. You how much you mentioned in in our in our breakdown before this call that you spent a considerable amount of time doing research and especially on the FreightWaves channel. Now, when you were doing that research, was there any topic in particular? It doesn't have to be related to carrier source, but there was any topic in particular that sort of stood out to you as, wow, I didn't know that as an outsider coming into the freight industry? I think a lot of things jumped out <laughs> to me. Uh, it's it's very, you know, I, I know that you've done it based on your background, but switching industries is like going back to school, right? You 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 have to immerse yourself and, and really learn so much um, that, that so many things surprised me. But I think... Um, I know that I've harped on it already, but the the lack of transparency in terms of um, in all aspects of freight, really. And I know there's you know people like Project Forty Four and Four Kites, and all these ELDs are helping transparency on the actual load itself. But but transparency into the into the carriers and, and the brokerages. Um, you know, I come from software where everything is is trying. You know, every company is trying to be as transparent as possible. They're putting their pricing out there, right? They're putting their executive team out there. They're doing whatever they can to to almost humanize themselves in a certain way. Sure, because even um, like a lot of the software is open source in in other industries, and and this one it's a little a little tougher in that regard. Exactly, exactly, and so um, I think kind of the the lack of transparency was surprising to me a little bit, but. Um, hopefully carrier sorts can, can help with a little bit of that. And I think you know, as more and more electronic tracking becomes bigger and as, as really, I think marketing kind of gains steam within the industry, I think that trend will change a little bit. Now you, you mentioned that the carrier source that fixing that problem within the industry was, was the top priority. Are there any other problems within the industry that you're, you're hoping maybe you could tackle down the road or next? You know, we've been so focused. Mm-hmm. We kind of have a game plan, right? And and first it was provide value to the shippers and brokers so that we can in turn provide better value to the carriers. Um, that I've, I've kind of been tunnel visioned and, mm-hmm. and we've all kind of been tunnel visioned in terms of what we think we can impact directly. Um, one thing I think would be really cool and, and, um, I know happens in a lot of other industries, and I, I touched on it a little bit, but the idea of the awards, I think that um, providing, you know, the best carriers with some level of, of bigger recognition than they're getting now, um, and again, based entirely on shipper and broker reviews, um, could be really fun and really interesting, and everybody loves being awarded. So, Absolutely. Um, I, I, that was something else we've been thinking about, but... Um, yeah, we've kind of been tunnel visioned in terms of problem solving. That that that's a good thing to do because a lot of people will, you know, it's the the shiny object syndrome, which I I have been guilty of in in the past. And you know, once you finish one project, it's moving on to the next one, and you haven't really finished that first project yet. Yeah, we, we've we like to talk long term, when in reality, we we uh, our execution is very short sighted. So. So um, I guess from where, where are you hoping that carrier source is going to be a, a year from now versus five years from now? 
So a year from now, I'm hoping we're we're growing like crazy. I hope that um, we're providing good value to both you know the shipper and broker side as well as the carrier side. Um, I think that um, five years down the line, I hope we are the go-to resource for finding carriers, and that um, we are the go-to you know, brand marketing solution for carriers and that marketing picks up some steam and that, um, you know, carriers begin to, to realize that by having a, a wealth of reviews and information on you that's directly accessible to shippers and brokers can grow their business, right? Mm-hmm. I, we're all looking to grow. And and I think that um, if we can convince the carrier side of that mindset that that there's a lot of potential for five years down the road. Well, we'll kind of touch on that. How are you getting the, I guess, the carriers in order to actively engage with the program? I I, I imagine with brokers, it's pretty, the sell is pretty easy, but how are carriers getting involved proactively with the software? Are they they sending it out to to their drivers and telling them, hey, this is the platform you need to pay attention to or or sort of walk us through, I guess, what the sell is for, for carriers themselves to be part of the platform? Yeah, absolutely. And and right now the pitch to brokers and shippers is pretty easy because it's free for mm-hmm. shippers and brokers, right? I um, mean, we intend to keep it that way. Um, and and the sell to carriers is is the same sort of freemium model. It's free for them to come in and engage. They can claim their profile. They can upload, you know, update their information, make sure it's accurate. Mm-hmm. They can even write a quick bio about themselves to explain you know, who they are, what lanes they run, et cetera. Um, but then the pitch is growth, right? Every, you know, there's a there's a huge portion of carriers that are looking to move from ten trucks to thirty trucks, and from thirty trucks to a hundred trucks, and that are are really trying to grow. and And I think at that point, that's where um, this sort of direct brand marketing is is really important. Um, and so, you know, to you know, we, we play this game sometimes, but you put two profiles next to each other, right? One has been upgraded. It's got a logo. It's got a pretty banner. It's, it's got flushed out information. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, a, a carrier next to it that's the same size, maybe in the same location or nearby, that has a blank profile. If you're a, a shipper or a broker, your natural inclination is to go with the upgraded and, and um you know, flushed out profile. Absolutely. So, yeah. So we think that there's a, a range of, of ways to engage, but, but again, at its core, if, if you're just looking to get your, you know, correct contact information out there to make sure you're getting the right calls, um, that's completely free to carriers. All right. Well, perfect. Well, if you're a carrier or broker, where can people find more information and, and, and follow the, the, the carrier source platform? Yeah, so carriersource.io, it's free to come in and sign up. Um, you know, we, we offer two different sign-up uh, avenues. So if you're a, a broker, you can come in. Um, we haven't quite yet added shipper. It's a little bit more nuanced. Hmm. But right now, brokers and carriers can come in um, and sign up for free. 
Well, that's cool. I, I, I mean, I, I appreciate your time today, Rob. I, I think that, you, you know, Carrier Source is, is actively out there trying to, to make testimonials more of a regular thing in, in a world where we can kind of only rely on Google and Facebook for that. And nobody really wants that anymore. So uh, <laughs> thank you again for your time today. And for more information on Rob and his work with Carrier Source, be sure to check out carriersource.io. And uh, thank you again. This was great. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Awesome.